Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the astrological energies from July 6th until July 13th as we move through cancer season and approach the Capricorn full moon on July 13th. In this podcast, we discuss astrology through the lens of spiritual growth, intuition, energetics, and consciousness, all to help you be more in your power and your higher choices as we move through this very dynamic time on the planet. Astrology is a beautiful energetic system of consciousness that reveals more of the bigger cycles, themes, and ways we can work with the energy in a proactive manner, as well as understanding more about what's happening in the bigger picture of it all. Astrology also connects you to your unique astrological energy signature, revealing more about your strengths, healing, growth, challenges, developments, potentials, opportunities, all kinds of good stuff in this lifetime. And the more that we understand our astrological energies, the more that we're stepping into our power and understanding how we're uniquely designed to grow in this lifetime. So as always, thank you so much for joining me as we voyage through these energies together and as we continue to make the most of everything that is changing all around us. Now on Monday, July 4th, I released another podcast episode for you discussing the energetics of Uranus, the North Node, and Mars in Taurus, making a very rare conjunction at 18 degrees of Taurus in your chart. And that is an energy that we are building up to here in July. That's where there's going to be more energies opening up cracking open, breaking open, and we can see this unfolding now, but we're also going to experience an amplification of it in the rest of July and into August. On a personal level, this is where you are being guided to break free from something, to liberate, to awaken, to understand more of where you're meant to go your own way. And that's because this Uranian energy is designed to help you understand more of who you are at a unique level, meaning how you are an individual, how you are capable of following a path that speaks to you, that is liberating for you, that breaks you out of anything you've been holding back in yourself, anything you haven't wanted to see in how you're different, how you're special, how you're unique, anything that you've been perhaps contained in. This is an energy of breaking out of those containers, those cages, those parts of ourselves that we thought we had to be a certain way or we thought we had to live our life in a certain way. So there's a strong energy here of that liberation and really getting to more of the truth and the heart of who you are on your own terms. So there's a lot of independence here. And then when Mars enters the conversation in early August, it amplifies the energy. There can be an acceleration. There can be bigger reactions and responses. There can be more forward movement. So what we have going on here is that we're working with some very dynamic energies that are ultimately putting you in alignment with where you're ready to go next in your life. But the universe is asking you to choose consciously. Be aware of it. Don't just throw a tantrum or 
turn into a bull in a china shop and start breaking things because that would be a very unconscious use of the energy. Rather, get to the core of what you need now that maybe you've been denying in yourself. You've been pushing away. You haven't fully accepted. Ultimately, this is an energy that we work with internally first. We work with understanding more of what you want, what you need, what you desire. Those are some of the energy signatures of Taurus. Taurus is what you buy, what you invest in, what you want, and what provides a deeper connection to what has meaning to you in your life now. So this could even be an overhaul of your life value systems where you're saying, wow, there's things in my life that I really want, I really need. I didn't even understand it wasn't a part of my experience. I didn't even realize I was pushing some things away or I was denying something in myself that is really truly who I am. So this is an energy of really liberating yourself from any smaller containers or self-identities that you have been living in that absolutely serve their purpose, that are valuable, that are meaningful. But this is an energy too of looking at where you're ready to go next because that north node in Taurus is directing us on our growth trajectory, directing us to another destination, a new part of ourselves that connects with more of our true self-love and self-acceptance. And that is internal work at first. That's something that maybe you've been realizing. Maybe there's something that's been slowly growing or developing for you. And now it's reaching an area of your energy that you can't deny it to yourself or you don't want to. You want to understand more of what's possible now and the universe is saying that this is going to be a beautiful period of truly owning your energy from a place of mastery and strength, meaning the universe knows you are a powerful creator. You can powerfully create whatever you want in your life and we can be on autopilot. We can be going through life, doing things that we need to do, taking care of our shoulds, our responsibilities, the things that are on our plate. But this energy wants you to go higher, to break out of anything that's been keeping you from more of what matters to you at this point in your own ascension process. So this is an ongoing energy that we will keep discussing into the rest of July and August. And the energy begins this month, but it actually lasts into next April 2023. So we're moving through a significant nine-month period of tumultuous roller coaster energies that are designed to show you more of what's possible, but perhaps you didn't consider. And again, Uranus is very much about independence, going your own way. It's, I don't need to subscribe to that. I don't need to follow the status quo. I don't need to eat only vanilla cupcakes. I don't have to color in between the lines. This is the rebellious energy that comes out first that shows you what hasn't been in alignment. So this is certainly a collective energy, but it's also an individual energy. And the more conscious you are of where you're ready to break out of something and to not color in the lines and to be open to doing something differently, 
That is what's driving us at this time. So there's a big energy here of breaking the rules, breaking things down, rebellion, chaos, and also an opening into living your life differently. Something is significantly changing in your life and you can find it in your natal chart by identifying where you have 18 degrees of Taurus as that is the strong energy signature and it's by house because all of the 12 houses in an astrological chart are connected to various life themes and environments of life that show you where the energy is going to be the strongest for you. And that's where we're all undergoing something drastic and significant. It could be unexpected, but this is where we're understanding there's a big cosmic energy shift and it's going to land for each of us in a way that shows us what we're ready to move into or do differently. And you can already be feeling this energy now as we are certainly approaching it. And it could even feel again like that anticipatory energy is building. You could have an expectation. You could be feeling it in your nervous system, in your mind, almost like this jittery energy of, okay, something's approaching, but I'm going to calm myself down. I'm going to breathe into my body deeply. I'm going to go into the places in myself that trust, that know everything is right on time, and I can trust myself. I can trust whatever's coming up for me, whatever I need to see, because you're deeply connected to these universal energies, and also we're deeply connected more than ever to the bigger energetics of God, source, spirit, the universe. So when you go higher into these places that you can peacefully reside, you can tap into a peace frequency above the chaos that will help ground you and center you and also give you the strength for the changes as they unfold. So again, that really picks up the second half of July, but you could be feeling it now. So that's energies that are approaching, but let's take a look at what we are moving through specifically over this next week, where on July 8th, we will have the sun in Cancer squaring Chiron in Aries at 16 degrees and Mercury in Cancer squaring Jupiter in Aries at 7 degrees. So the energy here is between the sun in Cancer, which is self-protective, which can be very intuitive and is tapped into what is not being said, is coming up against some tension with that very direct Aries energy that wants to go, wants to move, wants to be in a place of this is what I need, this is what I want. So when we have planets in Cancer squaring planets in Aries, we could feel something inhibited, meaning we could feel like we don't know what to do next, or there could be a sense of not trusting yourself. This could be an energy of, well, I'm feeling this, but what do I do with it? How do I take action? How do I move it forward? So July 8th has this energy signature of maybe there's something you're really feeling, but you're not sure how to move forward with it. There could be something in your energy that is more self-protective where you just want to hold back 
This can be a hesitation. This could be even a frustration at what you can't move forward. So there could be something that you're feeling and you're wanting it, you're desiring it. There could be something here that your intuition is telling you is important. But the square means there's something about not knowing how to take next steps or perhaps feeling frustrated that you can't have it. So it's an interesting back and forth energy here, July 8th, where it's important to check in with your level of sensitivity. Cancer can be very sensitive and then the Aries energy can take it personally. So this would be a very big important day to not take things personally and to look at where you're maybe feeling that your energy is really open. Maybe your energy is too open. Maybe you're taking in too much. Maybe you're feeling highly sensitive, very empathic. Maybe there are things that are kind of getting to you. You know, that irritableness. It could be a time when you just feel irritable or agitated or annoyed uh, because the square shows up as what's happening in our emotional world at a personal level. So again, this could be a day, don't take things personally, understand that either you might be feeling more irritable or sensitive or others might be feeling that way as well. So just go easy on yourself, go easy on others. I'm getting the image of porcupines where, okay, you want to put on some kid gloves if you need to touch a porcupine, but maybe don't touch the porcupine when all the quills are up. Instead, it could be a good day to just hibernate, take a step back, give yourself space, and again, allow things to flow through. Allow things to just be in a place of movement if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling agitated or annoyed by something or someone, or even if there's something, again, that you want and it's not happening. There could be something to look at within yourself around expectations and around what the core need is, like the core desire. Because both Aries and Cancer are connected with your self-identification and your needs. So there's almost this sense of what I need isn't happening or what I want isn't coming through. But look at where that core need stems from because that could show you more of what is coming up for you to know about yourself, to see in yourself. And that's one of the most empowering ways we can work with these energies at times. Then on July 10th, the sun in Cancer sextiles Uranus in Taurus at 18 degrees. So here we have that very important 18 degree mark that we've been discussing. And the 18 degrees of Taurus is being amplified as the sun in Cancer sextiles it and shows you what you want, reveals what does feel good, what would be an option or a solution. And this is some kind of beneficial development. This could be something that comes through after the frustrating energy of July 8th. Here on July 10th, now there's something that shows up and it could feel like, oh, okay, yes, this is better. I like this idea. I like this solution. This has more flow. This is a better fit. So it's like a lovely surprise could be revealed to you. And then it feels like part of this shows you what it means 
to keep trusting even when your immediate desires aren't met. Even when there's something that you thought you had clarity on or it was very certain, and even if that doesn't come through, there's something else that the universe does bring in. So that's one thing to always keep in mind is how energies are always in motion and we feel them in various ways and at various levels of ourselves. But there's something about this next week where the sun in Cancer and Mercury in Cancer our energies of really trusting what we feel, not allowing ourselves to give too much away or dilute our needs. I feel like there's something very important over this next week where you stand strong in what you need, even if that need is not met right away. Even if you really, really need that ice cream cone and the ice cream truck is not driving through your neighborhood right now, there's still something you understand about your needs. Like you don't give it up, you don't give it away, and you don't try to downplay it or think that it's not going to happen. See, with the cancer energies, because the cancer energies can be very open and flowing and very much about the current state of energies, it's easy for that cancer energy to float on or float away to a point of no longer trusting yourself or to a point of, well, I'll just give up if it's not going to come through or I'm just not going to wait around anymore because what if the ice cream truck never shows up on my block? And what I feel is happening is the universe is saying, don't diminish what you need. Don't think that you have to let that go. And also, it's not personal. If the ice cream truck isn't coming around your neighborhood, it's not because of the blouse you're wearing. It's not because of anything you've said or done. It's not personal. And so that's one of the areas of mastery that we work through with cancer is that we start to move through life with greater trust in ourselves and practice that detachment that can take multiple attempts at mastering and working with. And again, that's because the cancer energy is such a feeler. You really feel into the environment. You feel into the situation. You're feeling that the ice cream truck driver might not be having a great day. And there's energies here where you have to also find that point of detachment without giving up the need, without giving up what you need. So keep that in mind over this week is that it's okay to need what you need. In fact, part of the cancer journey, if you have planets or points in cancer, is to share what you need is to put it on the table, is to not hold back what you need. Because sometimes that cancer energy is so good at taking care of others. Cancer is the mama bear or the papa bear. And cancer is an energy that can absolutely run the show to support other people, to take care of what they need, whether that's in a household or whether that's in a bigger family or in a neighborhood or at school or at work. It's that cancer energy that steps in and senses what people need. Like if there's a grumpy bear in the corner at work, cancer knows that maybe they just need more coffee today or they had a bad night. And that's the very caring nature of cancer that wants to support others. But you can't sacrifice your own needs for others. And so part of the cancer journey is being able to say, well, this is what I need too when I'm a grumpy bear. Sometimes I need more caffeine or I need 
to go for a walk and take care of myself. So cancer is where we're learning how to take care of our own needs while also sharing them, putting them out there in some capacity without the overgiving, overproviding, overcarrying that's often lopsided if it's unhealthy, if it isn't reciprocal. And sometimes, especially if you have a lot of cancer in your chart, you could feel like you're always giving, always caring, always doing for others. And then when you stop and sit down on the recliner, you realize, wait a minute, is anyone reciprocating? Is anyone giving back to me? And then you would have to look at your own responsibility in that dynamic, where if you're the one who's always taking care of others, then you're basically shutting down perhaps others' ability to take care of you or to offer you something or to bring you what you need. So part of the cancer journey is really being clear about how these dynamics are showing up in your life and in your world and how you're being very clear in what you need. This is what I need. And that can simply be something that you then take care of for yourself. Or if it's in a friendship, a relationship, a sibling relationship, any connections in your life, chances are the people who are closest to you at a heart level are also giving to you in return. And that's how the energy of cancer is at its best, is when there's that equal giving and receiving, where there's an equal exchange that has this flow and this beautiful reciprocal energy in it. But as I discussed, there could be something this week where you realize things are out of balance. I'm sure doing a lot and I'm not getting very much in return, or maybe It's the opposite. Maybe you're really not giving as much as you thought you were or as others might perceive it. And in fact, this energy signature becomes even bigger during the Capricorn full moon on July 13th. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. Another thing about the cancer energy is that it's very dialed in to the immediate environment. So you pick up on when something feels off. The planets or points you may have in cancer are very aware of what's not being said, of how others are feeling. You're very aware of what is under the surface and your personal radar could be highly tuned in to others and to the environment. And this is where you could wonder if something is personal. Are they mad at me? Did I do something? And it's like you pick up on those energetics and then you internalize them, which can be a beautiful gift. It can be a sign of being conscientious, being thoughtful, being self-aware. But when it goes to an extreme, that's where the problems happen or that's when you could be highly reactive or defensive in a situation that isn't about you at all. So there's this interesting dance with the cancer themes around being aware of what others might be feeling and then being able to establish some type of boundary. And I'm seeing it as a buffer zone, some kind of boundary where you allow that energy to be there, but you don't have to fix it. You don't have to take it on. You don't have to carry it. You don't even have to respond to it. Although your heart might want to, or there might be a part of you that just wants to touch in and ask someone how they're doing, but it's establishing some type of energetic boundary at first that helps you discern 
that it's not even yours. You don't even have to take it on or solve it or fix it or care too much. And that can be something that the cancer energies are learning to regulate. And of course, this is different for different types of relationships. So if you're a parent, of course, there's things about your children that you're going to take on and want to solve and fix. But then that even changes as they become adults and they don't need that type of mother or father energy in the same way. So the cancer energy is learning what it means to care for people. It's that saying that you can care, but you don't have to carry their energies, their experience, their process. And yet there's a part of you that maybe wants to support because cancer is a very supportive energy. What can I do? What can I help? How can I make this better for you? What do you need? It comes from that desire to connect at a heart level, also to make others feel better. But there could be something about this week where you're needing to be very conscious of where your energy is going. Again, checking in. Am I over giving? Am I over providing? Am I caring too much? Is this energy out of balance? Is it reciprocal? And then the other part of cancer is just stepping back and doing nothing. And that can be very hard for the cancer energies to do nothing. And that's actually part of what is coming up with the Capricorn full moon as well. Now, the day before the full moon on July 12th, we're going to see Mercury in Cancer squaring Chiron in Aries at 16 degrees, the same day that Venus in Gemini trines Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 24 degrees. So what does that mean? Well, what we're understanding is where we can direct our communications, our relationships, and our connections in a healthy, solid way without over-personalizing things, allowing people to be in their own world, their own experiences. Understand that we're each going through a lot right now internally. We're shifting internally. We're aware of so many things in our lives, in our realities. There's a lot on our plates. And where do you need to focus in a way that is best for you and also allows you to streamline where your energy can be effective and useful versus where it's going off into maybe some old patterns, some old habits, some things of, oh, I've always done this. I've always carried the load. I've always been the person who's taking care of this for others, or I've always been in these habits and these routines. I feel like there's something here that we're meant to very realistically assess in ourselves about what is working for us and what is just too draining. It just has become a burden. It just isn't something that you even want to invest your energy in anymore. And there are shifts here happening in how we each show up in the world, in our personal lives. But I feel like what we're also looking at especially with Venus in Gemini, trining Saturn in Aquarius, is how we approach things in a way that can be simple and clear, where we're not overthinking it, where there isn't something you have to overdevelop or overprocess. What is an easy way to approach a conversation, approach a connection, approach an idea that actually removes emotional entanglements or it removes 
that subjective interpretation. This is the energy of being more objective, being more detached, being clear in what needs to be said, letting that be enough and not going down the rabbit hole of this whole big story related to the past. Okay, this is important too in cancer. In cancer, we can be unconsciously invigorating what we've always done, what we've always moved through, what we've always accepted. It's almost like there could be an emotional imprint, an emotional reaction that's highly charged. It becomes active, right? Something happens and you go down a familiar road with it. And then at some point you realize I don't even like this about myself or this is exhausting. I don't want to keep moving through this cycle or I don't want to keep approaching things in this way. There's some kind of shift happening here in our own consciousness about how we're working with our emotional imprints and how we want to elevate them, like reduce the emotional charge in a situation, reduce what feels personal, remove what feels personal. Be aware of where your energy leaks into things in a way that starts to drain you. And to allow this be a wonderful point of personal advancement where you're saying, you know, I've just caught myself going through this same emotional loop and I don't want to do that anymore. I'm kind of tired of that. I like to turn it around. I'd like to do it in a way that allows the energy to be smoother, calmer, easier, more flow. And that's what my intention is. And I feel like as we get to this July 13th Capricorn full moon, we're going to see something in ourselves that actually already has shifted in a very big way since January 2020. So in the past two and a half years, how many fears have you consciously elevated, released, and shifted through? How many fears have you met head on? How many things about yourself have you seen more clearly and you decided that's not how I want to be anymore in my life? That doesn't work for me anymore. That isn't something that I want to keep giving energy to. Because this Capricorn full moon is going to show us how far we've come in a relatively short amount of time, but also reveal what we're ready to continue to commit to that supports our ongoing mastery of our own energy. So the Capricorn full moon is at 21 degrees of Capricorn and it's actually right near the same point in your chart where we had the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn in January 2020. Now that exact conjunction was at 22, 23 degrees of Capricorn. This full moon is illuminating that same area of your life and revealing more about what you have mastered and stepped into. This full moon is also conjunct Pluto at 27 degrees of Capricorn retrograde, which brings up a very powerful energy. That's typically a truth, something that you can't deny in yourself about what matters to you. And this energy in Capricorn, we've been dealing with it so much. We've been talking about it a lot, but it's essentially getting into 
what are the life commitments that matter to you that are important for you in this lifetime? What is a truth that you're understanding about who you are and your purpose in the world? what you're doing, how you're showing up, whatever that soul mission energy is, whatever you're considering your purpose in the world, or even just understanding your own personal authority, the authority and sovereignty that you have that no one else can take from you, that is yours to work with, yours to master, and how you stand strong in it. So we have the moon and Pluto in the Capricorn areas of your chart opposing the sun and mercury in cancer in your chart. And this is the axis in astrology that's connected with family, the mother and the father. It's connected with what we do in the world and also where we go at the end of the day. It's connected to how we show up for others and how we show up for ourselves. And so this is a full moon of coming into balance with yourself around the energy you give to others versus the energy you need for yourself. What you have come to understand about yourself and your journey that only you know. There is a privacy energy here with Cancer and Capricorn. The things that only you know. The experiences, the parts of your life, the parts of your world that are truly your own. This is where we also evaluate our professional life and our private life, our professional responsibilities, our personal world, what needs to shift there, what is out of balance. Is there something that you need that you haven't had time for because you've had too many work commitments or you have too many obligations to others? This is where you really check in on where your energy is going and how it's serving you. And I also think that this full moon is going to illuminate the changes that you're ready for as we move into July and we have that Uranus conjunct the North Node energy that I've been talking about. This Capricorn full moon is showing you something that you're ready to change next. It's showing you what you want to shift, what you no longer want. And I feel like this is very beneficial. I feel like this is forward progress. Like there's something that's right on time right on time here for what you're ready to step into because of what you've realized about the bigger picture of your life. And this is also where that cancer energy, the sun and mercury and cancer could have a sense of, well, if I do this, how does it affect other people? Or what is this going to feel like? Or what's going to happen? Like there's that uncertainty, which cancer doesn't like. And the cancer energy will hold off or hold back when there is too much uncertainty. But this is stretching us into the Capricorn energies that remind you that this is your life. Take charge of it. Do what you need to do. Stand strong in who you are and honor the authority of your energy. I mean, I feel like this energy has a streamline to it where... If you're able to trust what's best for you, you can also hold a belief system that says, this is best for everyone in my life. This is a development, a change, a new direction, whatever is shifting that is designed to benefit everyone involved. And you can hold that intention. You can hold that belief system that if it's best for you, it's best for everyone involved. I'm actually getting a reminder here too about how there can be times 
when we need to have difficult conversations. And there could be things that are tricky to say, or you know it's going to upset somebody, it's going to hurt their feelings, they're not going to like it. And you're thinking, oh, do I even say it? Do I even put it out there? What if I don't say it? But this is an energy signature of really speaking your truth from the heart, really being clear in what you need, in what you need, and then allowing that to be a gift to others where maybe they're not going to receive it right away as you'd like them to, but that's not your responsibility. And that's part of the boundaries here with cancer is understanding it's not your responsibility to take care of everyone's feelings or to make them feel good about your life changes. It's not your responsibility to make others feel good about what you need to do in your life. And of course, this works in reverse, right? Where maybe someone is sharing news with you and you're not happy about it. You don't like it. You don't agree, but it's not their responsibility to make you feel better or to take care of it for you. So this is where we're understanding our energetic boundaries and the responsibilities that we have to ourselves in this life, as well as how we're truly honoring it and how we're showing up for ourselves. And that's really important because as we discussed earlier in the podcast, there's a lot of big change energy happening July, August, and beyond. So we're going to see people doing things that maybe we perceive as crazy or wild or I can't believe it. That's just what's going to come up. And the better we are at detaching and seeing that they have their own journey to take or they have their own experiences to create, that allows us to see that everyone's on their own soul path. Every single person has their own soul journey, but we have this very deep conditioning, especially in our society, of how we're meant to live our lives, right? How we all grow up, you go to preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school, like you go through certain milestones with people in your same age bracket. Then everyone kind of goes off or they do something different. And that's part of what we're also seeing is how At a higher level, every individual has their own soul path that could be wildly different than yours and something that you never thought they would choose or never thought they would do. And that's what makes this playground so exciting. That's what makes Earth so amazing is that we can have all these experiences and choices and we can really step into our sovereignty and trust what is best for our energy in this lifetime. So if you're able to see other people's choices through that lens, their choice has nothing to do with you. Their choices have nothing to do with you. Your choices are about you. So there's a claiming here of not only your power, but of your life and what matters to you. And yes, it is that big. And yes, we're going to see it in the world as well. And also consider the freedom an energetic opening that comes from that understanding that other people's choices have nothing to do with you or something happening is not about you at all. I mean, think about how that can open up your energy and set you free in a way that maybe you weren't realizing you were holding an expectation or holding an energy cord. I'm actually seeing a lot of energetic cords to other people being cut off, being snapped free and breaking. Um, This can be very healthy. This can be very beneficial. 
This can also be very surprising where you could feel these shifts happening as these energy cords are released and they're no longer alive with any kind of connection or push-pull to them. The other big energy we have during this Capricorn full moon on July 13th is that Venus in Gemini will be trining Saturn at 24 degrees of Aquarius retrograde. I did touch on that. But then Venus makes a square to Neptune at 25 Pisces retrograde. And the square to Neptune from Venus is that she can't have something she wants. It's kind of like grabbing into sand and then the sand just trickles through your fingers. And there's an energy here of, well, I know I want this. I know this is where I'm going, but there's something about trusting a process even more that comes up. So even if there's something that you're wanting, you're reaching for, you're trying to hold it, there could be something that isn't quite landing with that square to Neptune. It also feels like this is where people's words might be shifting and changing. Well, they said this one thing, but I think it means something else. That's because Venus and Gemini and Neptune and Pisces are the signs of duality, where there can be multiple meanings, multiple things happening, and it might not even be clear. So I feel like this is an opening to more possibilities where even if there's something that someone says and you're like, you know, it just doesn't feel 100%, maybe I'm not getting the full story, maybe there's more happening behind the scenes, trust that. Trust where you feel energy holes. It looks like Swiss cheese. It looks like there's a hole in this information. Something isn't being fully presented or I think there's more that I meant to understand. So that could be something else coming up where there's things that you're clear on that you need to say or express. But if something's coming back and the information seems like it's missing or there's more to be discovered, leave room for that discovery process. So overall, this is a big week for monitoring your emotional energy and your expectations, being aware of what you're doing for others and if it's still healthy for you, if it's in a healthy reciprocal place or not. This is looking at where you're also stepping into more of your power and authority in a way that could even be uncomfortable at first. It could be really uncomfortable because that is part of transformation. And that is a big theme here too with the Capricorn full moon. The moon conjunct Pluto means that we are going through something that's uncomfortable, but it gets us to a new place that has more meaning and more personal power associated with it. So again, you could find yourself in some kind of uncomfortable discussion or something comes up that you just need time before you can sit down and have the conversation, but approach that conversation, approach whatever that is from a place of honoring yourself, your energy, your needs. And as you do that, as you show up with that level of self-respect, you're also then offering that same level of self-respect to other people. And it could even be a demonstration of being clear in what you need and what you want and also allowing them to have that same experience of their own energy as well. 
For those of you who are interested in more of what's happening in July, I have the July monthly soul growth astrology program now available that goes through all the energies of July. You get four webinars and when you use coupon code Leo, you get the full thing for only 11 bucks. This is designed for you to follow along in your chart to understand more about the energies of the month and how they're going to be working with you as we move through these very big changes. I will put that link below the podcast as always because I know a lot of you love the monthly programs. And then the other very exciting thing I want to share with you is coming up in September. It's happening online September 16th, 17th, and 18th, and it's called The Gathering of the Creatives, which is something I've shared with you before, so you might already be familiar with it. But there is a really exciting lineup of speakers and teachers at this event who want to help tap you into more more of your creative inspirations. Open you up to more of your inner artists, give you the confidence and the courage to be in this energy in yourself and to connect with other people at the same time. So this is an online event so you can join from wherever you are on the planet and I'm so excited to tell you that I'm going to be teaching a workshop about astrology and your creativity. I haven't taught this before so I'm really excited to go through this with you but we're going to do a two-hour workshop on looking at more of your creative self, your creative muse and how that is revealed to you through your astrology chart. So that's That's just one of the workshops. Uh, More notably, there are some amazing people speaking and teaching, including the one and only Elizabeth Gilbert, who you may know from Eat, Pray, Love, as well as Big Magic. She is going to be doing a keynote speech on Saturday night. We're also going to have the incredibly talented Sark lead another keynote on Friday night, and she's going to talk about the infinite power of your creativity. There are numerous other teachers as well. You've perhaps heard of Heather Ash Amara. She'll be leading a workshop along with Randy Davila, who will be discussing more about how to write your book. And he'll be joined by Don Jose Ruiz, who has written many best-selling books on shamanism, including The Wisdom of the Shamans, The Medicine Bag, and Shamanic Power Animals. They'll be helping you with writing and publishing your book. There's also going to be special workshops from Nick Selleck, who writes The Awkward Yeti. Perhaps you're familiar with that on social media. We also will have teachings by Peggy Dean, Anatola Araba, Flora Bowley, Whitney Freya, Heather Archer, Dr. Eric Mazel, and more and more. So it's going to be a weekend of creativity, inspiration, action, being ready to take action on any creative projects. And I just wanted to give you the heads up because yes, it's in September, but they're offering early bird pricing now. And I wanted to give you access to that. So I'll put the link below this podcast and I hope you can join us. The early bird pricing expires July 15th, I believe. And there will be replays for every workshop. Since they're going to be breakout sessions and some are happening at the same time as others, you'll still be able to access all of the workshops regardless of which ones you watch live. And these are interactive 
workshops, by the way, meaning they use an app that allows you to ask questions, connect, feel like you're in person, feel like you're really there with others. So that's what makes it special too, is that you're not just watching on the screen unless that's what you want. But there is energy here where you can really be feeling like you're in it and you're connecting with others who have the same passion and desire to make their creativity more alive. So please check out those details below if you're interested in joining us and I hope to see you there. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining me. I do have a video for you on YouTube discussing the Capricorn full moon more deeply. You can check out that chart video on my YouTube channel. And I hope that gives you more insights as well into what might be coming up to your attention over this next week. In the meantime, I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I release this podcast every Monday and Wednesday, as well as a special video for you on YouTube every Friday. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, and I'm also on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.